This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast, episode number 92. All links and resources you hear in this episode can be found by going to yourkickasslife.com forward slash 92. This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast with Andrea Owen, a no BS guide to self-help and badassery. Because ladies, let's face it, life's too short for it to not kick ass. And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy, Andrea Owen. Hey there, ass kickers. How the hell are ya? I'm so glad you're here for another solo episode of the podcast. And uh, I'm a little under the weather today. So excuse my energy level. I am feeling like I'm trying, trying to get it together. And uh, it's I'm just having a tough time. So so please excuse me. And um, I've got actually an archived post for you today. One of my favorites that's very very important. It's from a long time ago. So hopefully you don't remember it. And it's and it feels like it's new to you. Before I jump into it, I wanted to remind you that we're doing something on the podcast now. And I am going to be answering your questions. So it's going to be listener Q&A. Maybe that's what I'll call it. I don't I don't really have like a clever name for it. Not that it needs one, but those are always fun. And really, if you have any questions about past episodes that I did or a personal struggle that you're having in your life, really ask me anything. Um, I can't guarantee that I'm going to answer it. You know, if you want me to teach you how to weave mock neck turtlenecks, I might not be able to help you with that. But certainly if it has to do with personal development, there's a very good chance that I can answer it here on the podcast. You don't have to use your name. If you don't let me know, we will probably just use your first name. We're definitely not going to be using any last names, so don't worry about that. And if we do use your question, we will make sure and let you know when it is coming out on the podcast and the blog, so you can for sure, uh, so you won't miss it. That being said, you can shoot an email to support at yourkickasslife.com or simply reply to any of the emails that you get that are from me, from Andrea at Your Kickass Life. And uh, that's about it. That's all I have to say about that. So let's jump into the episode. <laughs> So the title of the episode today is How to Handle Your Inner Mean Girl, also known as the Inner Critic. And y'all know I love to talk about this. I teach workshops on it. I um, I have an uh, at-home product about it. I teach classes on it. Why is this so important? Well, it's so important because this is the thing that gets in the way of us showing up fully gets in the way of us having those tough conversations, you know, the conversations that allow us to get what we want and to stand up for ourselves. This is the voice that tells us what will people think and drives us to perfectionism, drives us to people please, drives us to try to control everything in our lives. This is the the voice that essentially makes us feel like shit so that we lash out and blame everybody for us feeling like shit. And a lot of times, this is also the voice of shame, old childhood stuff that sticks with us and haunts us. So when we don't know this is happening, when we don't know our inner critic is sort of ruling our life, the inner critic goes on to rule everything that we do and nothing changes. That's why I am hellbent on teaching you all to manage that voice. And the truth is, 
I still have an inner mean girl. It's the voice in my head that tells me I'm not good enough, tells me I'm not doing it right. I am most definitely falling short and asks me, who do you think you are? You know, anytime I go after something big that I want. And over the years, I have worked and worked on her. I've done everything from embracing the little girl in her that is hurting and afraid. I've hated her. I've had compassion for her. And by the way, having compassion for my own inner mean girl feels way better than hating her. I've listened to her. I've pushed her aside. And I've noticed over the years, she gets bent out of shape for different things, depending on what season of my life I'm in. And of course, over the last few years, she's been all up in my face about a very important role in my life, and that is motherhood. And maybe your inner mean girl gets chatty around your body or your job, your relationships, your role as a friend or wife or daughter. But for the sake of this episode, I'll be giving you the example, the the personal example of I have, that I have around motherhood. And my negative self-talk around it specifically looks like this. I work too much. I should slow down and take time off. On the other hand, I could work more and make more money to buy them more things and have better experiences. Uh, I also don't read to them enough. I'm not organized enough. I should probably not work at all so I can homeschool them. They should maybe go to private school. I'm not advocating enough for my special needs son. I'm not teaching them enough about values. My son should know how to tie his shoes by now. I mean, what kind of mother am I that my seven-year-old can't tie his shoes yet? I'm also too impatient. I'm a pushover. I should make them make their beds every day. I should feed them better foods probably, and they should probably also be in science camp. I can't believe I haven't done that yet. Oh my God, I could go on all day with this list. Exhausting, right? And I know very well that I am not alone here. I know that even if your area today isn't motherhood, it certainly is another area where this inner mean girl gets feisty at you. And when it comes down to it, you really have two choices on how to handle her. Choice A is let her rule you and buy into what she's telling you, thus feeling like crap, or learn how to handle her and manage her. Notice one of the choices is not get rid of her and stop the chatter. By the way, anyone that is selling you that is feeding you bullshit because no one is completely void of some negative self-talk now and then. We can't eradicate it, but we can manage it. There are lots of tools to be able to have the self-talk management come a little bit easier, but I'm going to simplify it in two steps for you here. So step one, figure out when your negative self-talk happens and what it is. It's much easier to learn to manage it if you can catch it in its tracks. Being proactive about it helps tremendously because you can't fix what you can't see. You can't clean up what you don't know is messy. So again, step one, figure out when your negative self-talk happens and what exactly it sounds like. Step two, once you realize you're in a shitstorm, a palooza of inner mean girl talk, take a step back and tell yourself one or all of the following. 
wow, that drama in my head just happened. Or for the love of Jesus on a bicycle, I'm doing the best I can. Or, okay, let's start those thoughts over because the other ones suck. And why am I not telling you to change your thoughts into positive ones? Uh, Well, because it's hard. Guess what, sisters? If I tell you to take the way you've been thinking and talking to yourself for decades and turn it upside down and think the opposite into more positive and cheery thoughts, I can almost guarantee it won't work. You'll feel like shit because it didn't work and beat yourself up for it not working. And then you'd probably be mad at me for telling you to change your thoughts into more positive ones. When I find myself in a sad clown face about not being an awesome, perfect mom and realize that I've spent the last 10 minutes stressing out about my kids' future and blaming myself for their lack of shoe tying awards, all I do is stop and tell myself I'm doing the best I can. That's it. And sometimes I stop and start over many times in one day, that same thing. Step one and step two over and over again, especially if I'm feeling really vulnerable and afraid if I'm having one of those days or one of those weeks. And here's a bonus. Maybe we'll call it step three. And that's to call a friend. I wrote about this a while back. Uh, The entire link is in the post at yourkickasslife.com forward slash 92. The whole concept of how important it is to have that person that you can call when you're having these inner mean girl shitstorms. And what's important here is that you're calling the right person to tell them the right story at the right time. If you're spiraling down, 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 make sure you talk to someone who will give you what you need in that moment. You're not alone in having moments of feeling not enough and feeling that you're falling short. You're not alone in having these inner mean girl shitstorms. You don't have to go at it alone, ever. So that's, in a nutshell, sort of the quick and dirty version on how to handle your inner mean girl. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know how you liked it. And again, this post, I would love for you to share it if you liked it. It's at yourkickasslife.com forward slash 92. And until next time, ask kickers, I will see you out in cyberspace. Bye-bye.